Lifebuoy Health Soap presents Big Town. Extra, extra hero about blind justice. Steve Wilson's headline story brought to you by Lifebuoy Health Soap. Used in the homes of 40 million Americans. Extra, extra. Yes, Lifebuoy Health Soap presents Big Town, the headline stories of a great city, dramatically reported by Steve Wilson, fighting managing editor, whose creed, as with all great newspaper men, is emblazoned on the masthead of the Illustrated Press. The power and the freedom of the press is a flaming sword, that it may be a servant of all the people. Use it justly, hold it high, and guard it well. Now, Big Town and tonight's headline story of Blind Justice. The spirit of justice is personified in the figure of a woman, blindfold, armed with a sword of authority and holding high the finely balanced scales of right and wrong. And Steve Wilson's story for tonight deals with just such a measure of good and evil and had its beginning in an unpretentious house in a residential section of Big Town. Yes, just a minute, please. I'm coming. Hi, lady. Oh, oh, just a minute. I'll switch on the porch light for you. Never mind turning on the light, lady. Where's Mike Barton? In the parlor. Please come in. No, thanks. Get him out here on the porch. Who is it, Anna? A man to see you, Mike. He won't come in. Oh, who'd be wanting to see me at this time of night? Hi, Barton. Oh, Anna? Yes, Mike. What's wrong? Go in the parlor, Anna. Go in the parlor and close the door. Oh, Mike. Not more trouble. Not more trouble, Mike. Anna. Please go in the parlor and close the door. All right, Mike. But don't let him make you lose your temper and do something you'll regret. That's good advice, Barton. Who's it, Dame? Your wife? No, my sister. And I'll thank you not to be calling her a dame. Okay, okay, Barton. Pull in your horns and listen to what I gotta tell you. If you're from that chiseling outfit run by Knuckles Malone, I'll have none of your threats. The big man's tired of sending little boys out to threaten you, Barton. Then what have you come out here for? To make with the last proposition. Proposition, is it? Yeah. I'll hire none of Malone's cutthroats on any construction job I'm farming of. And I'll not kick back any part of their pay to the likes of him, and you can tell him that. That's your last word, Barton? It's me very last word. You said it. You said it. Steve Wilson, Illustrated Press. Steve, the Lorelei, your paper crime reporter. Your hunch was right on that Mike Barton murder out here in Willowdale. Good grief. The same Mike Barton who was beaten up by hoodlums here in Big Town last month, Lorelei? Yes, yeah, Steve. He was another construction foreman. Well, that could mean Knuckles Malone and his building trades racket. Yes, but try and prove it. There are no witnesses to the shooting who can identify the killer. What about Barton's sister? Our local correspondent phoned. She was in the house at the time of the shooting. He didn't have all the facts, Steve, and I'd rather not give them to you over the phone. 
Could you come out here before you make a move to pin this murder on Malone? Of course, if you think it's important. I think it's very important, Steve, but I uh, can't explain on the phone. Make it as quick as you can. Okay, Laura, what's the address? The last and only house on Willow Lane. And please hurry. We'll find it. I'll pick up Harry the Hack and be out there on the double. Say it, Harry. How come we are hightailing it way out here into the sticks, practically? Well, Miss Kilburn has run into something on the killing of a construction foreman who lived out here, Harry. Uh-oh. Uh, watch for a turn into Willow Lane. Should be along here on the right. Jack, boss. Here it is. Oh, good. Loyal, I phoned. It was the house at the end of this lane. Harry. Looks like it's the only house, which makes it a somewhat underdeveloped overdevelopment, if you get what I mean. Yes, no wonder the local police couldn't find a single witness to the murder. And the lane, boss. And uh, there's the house right under the trees. Well, this must be it, Harry. There's Lorelei's press car standing in the drive. Hey, you want for me to wait or haul back to Big Town? You better wait a few minutes, Harry. I'm sure there's a Big Town angle on this killing, and I may need you to help check on it. Okay, boss. Me and old Bess will be ready and rearing to go to say nothing of my trusty monkey wrench. Good. I'll be out in a few minutes. Huh. Strange, the local police haven't left a man here to guard the house. That you, Steve? Oh, yes, Lorelei. Where's the local law? They've taken Barton's body to headquarters and seem to think there's nothing more to do here. Come on in and I'll explain why I called you. As I gathered, you couldn't talk over the phone. I didn't want to frighten Mike Barton's sister, Steve. Good grief. Did the police leave her here alone in this isolated house? Knowing she's the only witness to a brutal gang slaying? Yes, but you'll see why in a moment. But I think we should get her out of here. Oh, definitely. And I can't understand the police leaving her unguarded if there's the slightest chance of her being able to identify the killer, Loyola. That's why, Steve. She can't identify the man who came to see Mike Barton and shot him to death on his own doorstep. But over the phone, you said she opened the door, spoke to the man before her brother came out and asked her to go in the parlor. Yes, Steve, but the catch is she... Miss Gilburn, is that your Mr. Wilson? Uh, Yes, Miss Barton. Now you'll get what I mean, Steve. Won't you ask him to come into the parlor? Uh, in just a minute. Uh, would you mind getting your things and, and being ready to go? Must I go, Miss Kilburn? I, I haven't been out of this house in many years. Is it really necessary? Well, just for a few days, Miss Barton. Until we can locate your other relatives. Will I... Will I be able to come back for poor Mike's funeral? Yes, of course. And now, if you'll just get your things, you can tell Mr. Wilson your story on the way to Big Town. All right, Miss Kilburn, I'll go get me things. Good heavens, Lorelei. Blind? Yes, Steve. Completely blind. We know it, and the police know she can't possibly identify her brother's killer, but... Yes, I didn't realize it at first. She doesn't look or act blind. And that's why I think we ought to get her out of here, Steve. Yes, she fooled me for a minute, and the killer may think she can identify him. Try to silence her if we get too close to the truth in trying to link Barton's murder to Knuckles Malone and his building trades racket. Exactly. And I think we'd better get her to a safe place before we go after Malone. Yes, Lorelai, your apartment couldn't be a better place. Uh, couldn't Harry take her there in his cab? No, I want Harry to watch this house for the next few hours. Well, I try to stir up a hornet's nest in Big Town. What about me? And I want you to stay with Miss Barton until I can give Knuckles Malone enough rope to hang himself for this crime. Uh, 
Thus, Steve takes steps to protect the innocent before setting a trap for the guilty. And in a moment, we'll return for the swift-moving developments. Extra, extra, he roll about it. Doctors make amazing report. He roll about it. Yes, leading doctors have proved it. Life Boy Health Soap gets skin cleaner. Life Boy gets skin cleaner. So refreshing. Get skin cleaner. Life Boy gets skin cleaner. It's milder too. Doctors proved it. Life Boy with its purifying ingredient. Get skin cleaner. Yes, get skin cleaner. Stops B.O. too. As no other leading soap can do. Yes, it's a fact. Doctors proved it. Life Boy with its purifying ingredient gets skin cleaner in your daily bath. Cleaner than any other leading soap. The cleaner you get your skin, these doctors found, the safer you are from B.O. Doctors compared the effects of daily baths with different soaps in 820 scientific tests. These tests prove Life Boy gets skin cleaner, stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Refreshing, mild. Life Boy gets skin cleaner. Get Life Boy right away. <laughs> Now, back to Big Town and Steve Wilson's timely and ironic story of blind justice. Fearing the racketeers behind the brutal gang killing of a construction foreman may not know the only possible witness against them is their victim's blind sister, Lorelei has taken Anna Barton to her apartment for safety, while Steve sets a trap for the killers. But meanwhile, in the warehouse offices of the so-called Big Town Supply Company... Yeah, yeah, come in. Hi, right, Knuckles. Spenny says you want to see me. I'll see I do. Where you been all night? Showing myself around his spots in case anybody starts asking about the blood out of that button dope. You're the dope. Take a look at this story in the early edition of the Illustrated Press. So what? Ain't that racket-busting Wilson been trying to pin something on you for months? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe this time he's got a chance. How come? Read the story, you dope. Or maybe you're so dumb you can't read. Give me that rag. Now, listen to this. Mike Barton's sister opened the door and the killer asked to see her brother, who came to the door, sent his sister into the parlor, and a moment later was shot to death. All right, so what? Look, she didn't turn on the light, and I had my coat collar turned up, my hat pulled down. I tell you, the dame never got a good look at. Maybe good enough for the cops to pick you up for her to identify. Well, there ain't no description there in the now paper. Now, listen, stupid. The cops don't hand out everything they've got. And that guy, Wilson, don't print everything he knows. All right, all right. How about me blowing south for a while till Wilson and the cops get tired chasing themselves around in circles? Like nothing. You're going to clean this thing up. How? You're going to get hold of that Barton dame and shut her mouth. Now. Tonight. Hey, now, wait a minute, Knuckles. That dump in Willowdale's liable to be crawling with cops. You get back out there and case the layout. Watch for a chance to throw a slug through a window and get that lippy dame. Well, suppose I get picked up. Well, if you get picked up, you take the rap. And you try tying me to Barton's rubout, and your old lady and your whole crummy family will end up in the drink. Now, get out of here and clam that dame. Yeah, yeah, come in. 
Hello, Malone. Wilson. What do you want? I just happened to be passing your warehouse, saw a light here in your office, and thought I'd drop in and see what's giving you insomnia. Oh, yeah? Yes. You mind if I sit down? Yeah, I do mind. Beat it, Wilson. Go peddle your lousy illustrated press. Well, the news we print takes care of that. I see you have a copy of our early edition. You find anything interesting? Yeah, the comics. You and them hand me a laugh. I wonder if you laugh when they strap you in the chair. Now listen, Wilson. You and your paper been trying to pin a racket rap on me for months, and I'm warning you, lay off. How many times does the rattlesnake rattle before he strikes? One of these days you're going to find out if you don't lay off me and my company. Oh, yes, that's right. You're a company, not a gang. Yeah. Knuckles Malone, president. Ginny Lawson, treasurer in charge of shakedowns. JoJo, secretary of kickbacks on material. A sales force of sluggers and muggers and general manager of... Now, rights. listen, Wilson, you print that... And you not... can sue the Illustrated Press. Now, don't you take your cases to court. Only to the morgue, like the body of Mike Barton. Barton? Yes, Mike Barton. What do you think you've got, Wilson? Well, frankly, what I think I have isn't half as important as what you think I might have. Well, you ain't got a thing, or you wouldn't have come here without your pal Callahan, a homicide. Well, if that's a comforting thought, make the most of it. Get out of here, Wilson. You ain't needling me into nothing. What's the matter, Malone? Are you worried about this rub-out after so many others? Worried about that witness who talked to your trigger boy? I got nothing to worry about. I got plenty of alibis. Well, then relax. Quit watching that phone on your desk as if you expected to ring any minute. Beat it, Wilson. Beat it, or so help me out. bluffing, Knuckles. I know all about you. You haven't used your fists on anyone since you cracked your knuckles, broke your hands on another foreman who wouldn't play your dirty game years ago. Don't count on that, Wilson. All right, start swinging. Now, look. I think I'd almost be willing to break my hands on you. (laughs) No, 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 Wilson. You don't needle me into no assault rap. I wouldn't be interested in anything that wouldn't put you away for life. Well, keep after me and maybe you'll get it. You better answer your phone, Knuckles. Maybe important. This is your big night. Yeah. Maybe it's your big night. Yeah. Knuckles, it's me, Trick. Yeah. The Bart Dave's gone house is closed up. You sure? I'm sure, I'm sure. And I got a notion the cops have got her on ice and I better land. I got a notion they ain't. And I got another notion you better come back here and help me find out where that dame is. How are we going to do that? I got a guy right here in the office who talks like he knows something, and he's going to tell us. Who you got? That newspaper guy, Wilson. And I've got the notion he's crossing his cop pals for a scoop and knows where the Barton dame's hiding, if he ain't actually hit her himself. What if he won't talk? Well, if he ain't talked by the time you get here, we'll learn him how. Okay. Give me 20 minutes to get there. Get here and bring a blackjack. Sorry, Malone. I don't think I care to wait for the treatment. Hold it, Wilson. Hold it and sit down. Oh. So now we come to guns. Yeah. My knuckles may be busted, but my trigger finger is just itching to let you have a load of lead. That wouldn't help you find Anna Barton? No. But if you haven't spilled where you've got her before Trigg and his blackjack get here... You're going to get a beating maybe you won't live to remember. 
Miss Kilburn. Miss Kilburn? Oh, oh, Miss Barton. Try to get some sleep. It's three o'clock. Oh, I can't sleep, Miss Kilburn, from thinking about poor Mike and worrying about you and your nice Mr. Wilson. You've been so kind to let me stay here in your apartment. Well, I'm glad you're here and not in that isolated house, but don't worry about Steve Wilson, Miss Barton. He can take care of himself. So, don't worry. Hmm. But you're worried. I heard you out here in the living room pacing up and down. You're mighty fond of him, aren't you? Yes. Doggone it. Oh, that may be Steve. Steve? Sorry, Miss oh. Kilburn. It's only me, Harry the Hack. Oh, Harry, well, have you heard from Steve? No, I ain't, Miss Kilburn, but I got something you ought to know. He went to quick. see Knuckles Malone in the hope of needling him into showing his hand in this Barton killing. Holy moly, maybe he's in the middle of something. Well, what makes you think so, Harry? Well, of course, I hung around that Barton guy's house in Willowdale like the boss said to do, see? Mm-hmm. And about an hour ago, a car stopped in the lane mm-hmm. and a guy cased the place and hauled to Big Town with me and judicious pursuit. Where'd the man go in Big Town, Harry? Well, that, that is the fly in the ointment, Miss Kilpain. He hightailed it straight for that supply house on South Street that Malone uses as a front for his shakedown rackets. Good heavens, and Steve may be there right now. Uh, where are you, Harry? Phoning from an all-night dog wagon about a block from the warehouse. Harry, cruise around and see if my press car is parked in the neighborhood. Steve took it after he dropped Miss Barton and me here at my place. Okay, Miss Kilpain. If I find a press car, we'll know the boss is probably in a warehouse and in a jam, which will require some assistance of a knocker, knocker nature. No, now, wait a minute, Harry. Please don't crash into that rat's nest just armed with a monkey wrench. I'm calling Inspector Callahan, and I'll be down there on the double. Come on, you slug. What? Where you got that Barton dame? Come on, Wilson, talk. Spill it or I'll sap you, silly. Go ahead. Hold it, Trig. Give him a minute to think it over. Rest your arm. Don't worry, Knuckles. I can keep swinging on this slug all night. I said hold it a minute. Now, listen, Wilson. I'm strapped to this chair. I don't have much choice. I'll make a deal with you. I'm listening. But if you're still offering your lip-chewing gunsel as the rap boy in the Barton killing, it's no go. What's that? What's that double play? Don't be a dope, Trig. He's trying to cross us up. Sounds like you've been trying it on me. Well, what do you expect? What's the deal, Knuckles? Relax, Trig. I was just going to give this dope a chance to get out of this jam alive. But since he's tried to cross us up, I changed my mind. Go ahead and beat it out of him. He's good, but he can't take much more. Okay. But don't get no ideas of selling me out, Knuckles. All right, straighten him up in that chair and let me go to work. What? Lay off it, a boss, you sap slinging slug! Thanks, but watch it, Harry. Malone has a gun. Yeah, Hacky. You swing that wrench on me and I'll tear you open with every slug in this rod. Uh-oh. Sorry, boss. I guess I picked the wrong pigeon first. It was a nice try, Harry, but don't risk a repeat performance on Malone. You better drop the wrench. Oh, no. Wait a minute, Hacky. You knocked out my boy just when I needed him to do a little beating job on Wilson. Mister, you are positively breaking our hearts, is he not, boy? Lay off the gags and listen to me, Hacky. Well, go ahead and talk, Malone. Mister Wilson and me has got more time to spare than you got. Meaning what? Meaning Harry trails your stupid gunsel here and doesn't make a habit of crashing a rat's nest without inviting the police in for the showdown. Check and double check, boss. Well, in that case, we ain't got much time. So you're taking my boy's place. 
Now get to work on Wilson with that monkey wrench you're so handy with. Go on, Hacky. Slug him until he talks. Thus, Steve and Harry are caught in a murderous cover-up. In a moment, we'll come to the exciting climax of tonight's story, brought to you by Lifebuoy Health Soap. Doctors have proved it. Yes, doctors have proved it. Not just once, but time after time in 820 scientific tests. Here is the news. Lifebuoy Health Soap, with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner in your daily bath. Cleaner than any other leading soap. The cleaner you get your skin, these doctors found, the safer you are from B.O. So be on guard. Lifebuoy gets skin cleaner than any other leading soap. Gives lasting after-bath protection 24 hours a day. So bathe daily with Lifebuoy. Refreshing, mild. Lifebuoy gets skin cleaner. Get Lifebuoy right away. Now back to Big Town. And to Steve Wilson and Harry the Hack as they face a showdown with a killer in tonight's story of Blind Justice. Go on, Hacky. Work on Wilson with that monkey wrench until he talks. Well, look, Malone, if you will leave me alone, that I... You better go ahead, Harry. Malone is getting nervous. He's uh, listening for the sound of a squad car siren. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, I still got a notion you crossed your cop's pals on this deal to get a scoop for your lousy illustrated press, Wilson. Well, that same notion has sent smarter killers than you and your guns will trig to the chair. Clam up, Wilson. I only want one thing out of you. Where's that Barton dame that can identify Trigg as the guy that knocked off her brother? Suppose I told you Anna Barton never saw your gun boy. Don't give me that. She opened the door. She talked to the dope. Even so, suppose I told you Anna Barton wasn't able to give one single solitary clue as to the identity of the man who murdered her brother. I'd say you're a liar and I'm going to get the truth out of you. Go on, Hacky. Start marking Wilson up with that monkey wrench. Well, look him, Malone, as I was about to elucidate. One conk with this noggin knocker and nobody talks for hours. For example, your guns are laying over there on the floor like a soiled mackerel. If you knock Wilson out before he spills where he's got that Barton dame hid, I'll chop you up with this rod. Go on, Harry. Can't be much worse than Trigg's blackjack. Oh, look, boss. Why don't you tell him where the lady is? By now, Miss Kilpain has got to inspect the Callahan, and Malone has got about as much chance of getting out of this stump as a, a fly has getting out of a barrel of molasses. Quit stalling. Quit bluffing. Come on. Start swinging, Hacky. Go on, Harry. Wait a minute, Harry. What? The, who's the dame, Wilson? Lorelei, why didn't you stay out of here? Sorry, Steve. I thought I'd better come in with that stitch in time to save you boys nine. And try to convince Mr. Malone that Inspector Callahan and his homicide squad are in the process of covering every rat hole in this warehouse. Don't give me that. Callahan wouldn't have let no dame walk in here alone. Who are you, sister? Not your sister, thank heavens. And I didn't wait for Inspector Callahan's permission to come in here. You hadn't ordered done, Miss Kilpine. This Malone character's got a strictly one-track mind and thinks that gun in his mitt is a magic wand. And it's going to get me out of here, and this dame is just what the doctor ordered. All right, come on, Kilburn. Unstrap Wilson, and we're going out the back way to a place where he can tell me all about that Barton dame without his pal Callahan busting in. Hey, what, what about your gun boy? We going to leave him here for Callahan? No. You knocked him out, so you're going to carry him. 
Go on, Kilburn. Take the straps off of Wilson. All right. Are you badly hurt, Steve? Can you walk? Yes, I can manage. Hit the floor when I get the word. Wait, Steve. Callahan's boys must be outside by now, closing in. Now get away from him, Kilburn. Well, now get up and head for the door, Wilson. We're going down in the cellar and come out in the next block. Because... Because... Well, look who's coming out of the slug I give him. I must be slipping, boss. Get Trig on his feet, Hecky. Uh, no, wait a minute. Uh, let me take him, Harry. It'll be a pleasure, and he might be useful. <coughs> Who slugged me, Knuckles? Who slugged Come me? on, gun boy. On your feet. Let's go. Now you're getting smart, Wilson. And when we get where we're going, maybe you'll be smart enough to talk, huh? No, I think we better have this out right here. <coughs> Back of me, Lorelite. Dive, Harry. You tricky slug. Break away, Trick. I can't, Knuckles. Get away from in front of I him. I can't. Knuckles. Oh. He's all yours, Malone. Give me a piece of boss. No, Trick's out of the play, Harry. Hold Malone Let while I get the gun out of his hand. This will hold him. Nice swinging, Harry. Thanks very much. Knuckles. Knuckles, get up, you slug. You got me in the stomach, you rat. Knock. What's that Trig character, Steve? He's got a gun in his shoulder holster and he's clawing for it. Yes, wait a minute, Trig. You need a doctor, not a gun. <laughs> Thanks very much. I think ballistics will show this is the weapon that killed Mike Barton. And to pin the crime on this murderous little rat and Malone who hired him to do it, the police won't need the testimony of Mike Barton's blind sister. Blind? Blind? You mean a... You mean a Barton's aim was blind? That's right. Stone blind. Blind? She never saw me. <laughs> it's a laugh, eh? Couldn't have put the finger on me, even if the cops picked me up. <laughs> blind, huh? Yes, Trigg. Yours is the common case of the guilty fleeing when none could pursue. And blind justice being on the side of the victims... Of violence and greed. So ended, with the subsequent arrest and conviction of Knuckles Malone and his murderous gunsel, another exciting racket-smashing assignment of the newspaper career of Steve Wilson and his staff of the Illustrated Press. Now, before hearing about next week's story, here's Steve Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steve Wilson, and it's great to be back. I speak for all of us on the Illustrated Press and for Big Town. We're proud to be on this splendid network, proud to be associated with one of America's great concerns, Lieber Brothers Company. And in particular, it's very fine product, Life Boy Health Soap. I believe in Life Boy. I've seen the proof of its superiority with my own eyes. It's used in the homes of 40 million Americans. I can say personally and emphatically that if there are any in our audience who do not use Life Boy health soap, there's something wonderful in store for them when they try it. We're all looking forward to a grand season. We appreciate very much your welcome back into your homes this evening. And so thank you and good night. <laughs> Next week, the makers of Life Boy bring you a hard-hitting story entitled Final Payment, another exciting assignment in the newspaper career of fighting Steve Wilson of Big Town. Don't miss it. In tonight's dramatization, all names, times, and places are fictional. 
And any similarity to other names and places is purely coincidental. Big Town features Edward Pauley as Steve Wilson, Fran Carlin as Lorelei Kilborn, and was written and directed by Jerry McGill. And now, Big Town bids you good night until next Tuesday night, same time, same station, when you'll hear the newsboy calling... Extra, extra hero all about it. The story of Steve Wilson and Big Town, brought to you by Life Boy Health Soap, another fine lever product. Extra, extra... <laughs> This is Bernard Dudley. My wife says this. Nothing compares with New Rinso. New Rinso with Solium gets white clothes whiter than new and washable colors even brighter than brand new. And even on rainy days, even when clothes are dried indoors, that wonderful New Rinso puts sunshine in your wash. Your wash comes brighter than you've ever seen it. Only New Rinso contains Solium, the amazing new scientific sunlight ingredient. Try safe, soapy-rich New Rinso next wash day. See why my wife says, nothing compares with Rinso. 